welcome to the first episode of Reality After Bedtime. Yeah, the first episode. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. We are rolling with it and figuring it out a little bit as we go, but we're really excited to be here. Yep, definitely trying to figure this thing out. And it's for sure going to be a journey. So bear with us as we work out the kinks and we yeah. hope that you're like listening to episode like 25 and you're like, oh, let me go back and listen to the first episode. <laughs> Hopefully it's way better by then. <laughs> like, oh, this is total garbage. I'm just going to go back to the 25th episode, which I would too. <laughs> Don't blame you. But either way, we're starting off with the TV show, The Big D, which... Well, well, let's introduce ourselves first and then we'll get into... Oh, that. true. <laughs> we'll Maybe we should talk. We I are. mean, if you haven't listened to our trailer, I guess <laughs> you would only Do know. Do you listen our... to podcast trailers? I don't think I really listen um, to them. Yes, if it is like an investigative journalism podcast, because yeah. they want to know why I should even listen to it. Yeah, but other than that, not really. We're, we're not an investigative journalism podcast. We are not. We did not listen to the trailer. So. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> don't expect a whole any lot of... true crime. <laughs> no. Unless something pops up on some reality TV show, which I doubt. Uh, you never know. You really don't ever know. But yeah. we're not, like, I don't plan on, like, going and diving into these people's background checks. So <laughs> Anyway, I'm Marquise. I'm Tori. Yeah, we're two parents that... We're a married couple. Yeah, we're also yeah. parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget, because as a dad, I feel like most people just come for the kids. So, so I feel like most of my identity is posted up in being a parent but anyway we're a married couple really who deep. are parents <laughs> who enjoy reality tv and we have for years basically. i would say i brought you into reality tv let's be honest here oh for sure i mean it was something that for me was like a oh this is on tv i'll sit and watch it because i love you and then <laughs> next thing you know we're watching a lot of it together so and uh, like during covid we started watching, I mean, the first reality TV you really got into was The Challenge. Yeah. We were sitting in the in the living room doing a puzzle during COVID. And I was like, let's just turn on this show. Yeah. And then we ended up watching like 15 seasons of The Challenge. Yeah. Now um, we're diehard <laughs> Challenge fans. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, there's all the trash TV shows and stuff, too. Some of which we probably won't cover, but... No, probably not. I mean, there's some really great podcasts for some of the shows that I love that I don't want to like step into their realm because they're already doing amazing. So yeah. we're going to stick to some of the just things that are a little bit more out there or that we're really passionate about and, yeah. and talk about this. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, the podcast is called Reality After Bedtime and we're actually recording this now after bedtime. And normally we would be watching reality TV at night. So and Anytime that we watch a show, we normally talk about it anyway. So this is a way for us to talk about it. And you, know, and you get to listen. <laughs> so it's going to be yep. great. Super excited about it. I feel like I need to be closer to my mic. But yeah, we're excited about it and hoping that you enjoy us talking about this as well. Moving into our next segment, before we talk about the show, we kind of wanted to, we don't know what the heck to call this, so... We're, we're brainstorming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I said bedtime stories. Yeah. Or toddler time. because. But it's not always going to be toddler time. Yeah. It will probably mostly be toddler time because our yeah, sure. two-year-old has a lot of 
things going on. Number um, three <laughs> yeah. has a lot of things going on. Yeah. So, and he's going to be the main subject of our conversation today. So we'll figure out a name for it. But anyway, Tori, you can get into the story a little bit because it's definitely something. I guess the segment, to give you context for that, will be talking about different things that we go through as parents and wild things our kids do and things that we learn from it. And yeah, just a fun little hopefully relatable moment for other parents out there. Hopefully, so, yeah. hopefully it makes you feel less alone in the crazy things your kids do. A little background, I guess we, as we go, you're going to learn more and more about us, but we have four kids, four boys. Number three is two years old. And so a lot of toddler emotions and a lot of new for him. So we recently moved him out of the crib, which I was probably the most resistant of because I'm like, no, he's trapped in here and <laughs> I can put him in here and know that he's going to be safe. And Marquise is like, we have to move him out, which I mean, I, we needed to. He probably was going to start climbing out, honestly. But anyways, we're like, let's start with nap time. So Marquise takes the crib apart and we're getting it ready and all that. And it's great. He loves it. He's got some new Lightning McQueen sheets. So he was super Big pumped about thing. that. Yeah. Loves cars all about it right now loves just really disney in general but that's another topic for another day <laughs> <laughs> but anyways he went down for nap totally fine and he wakes up and he's learning that he can walk around his room and play with all of his toys and he's also learning that he also can just start to undress himself now because he's not wearing his sleep sack and so he's never done this before he's never taken off his clothes like without like if he's not changing his clothes you know so we're watching it happen and we're kind of laughing because he's taking off his diaper and he's putting it into the diaper genie. <laughs> like he knows where it goes. He's stuffing it in. So like we're both sitting downstairs watching this all unfold on the monitor. And then I see him squatting. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's pooping. He's pooping. As sure I'm enough. yelling <laughs> at Marquis. He's pooping. And I'm trying to talk into the monitor to tell him to stop pooping at the same time. Yep. Mind you, there's a little potty in his room he's going to sat on. Nope. On the carpet. I think the potty was in the bathroom. But yeah, he just took a massive dump on the floor. On the floor. And he, I think he surprised himself because oh. he was like, I got to go. But oh crap, I'm going on the floor. And just a lot of emotions going on. At he the time. was traumatized <laughs> when I got up there. He was so upset with himself. <laughs> Yeah. but I had texted my my sisters and I was like this just happened today and they're like welcome to toddlerhood <laughs> yeah at least it didn't like smear it on the walls or something oh my gosh he didn't get that far <laughs> and I don't know that he would have but I know some kids do yeah. so yes yeah. that was our lesson in make sure he has pants on <laughs> ones that are almost like a little more difficult to get off and I think he was so scared so if your toddler takes off their diaper and poops on the floor, you're not alone. <laughs> yep. We've been there. It's quite an experience. Don't yeah. recommend. But no. He hasn't done it since, though. Yeah. So we cleaned Lord. it up pretty quickly, so it didn't, like, stain the carpet or anything. But Yeah. yeah I cleaned it up times. and picked it up like it was dog poop. Okay? <laughs> I did that. <laughs> Don't take credit. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, that's our bedtime story toddler time, relatable moment, whatever you want to call it for this week. But getting into the main show, we're going to be talking about the big D. It's a 
show on we watch it on Peacock, but I guess it's on USA. And it's about six recently divorced couples who search for love and have to do it alongside their ex. It's a wild show. It sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would want to do that. And no, it sounds terrible. And I've been divorced and it's not fun. Especially thinking about having to do a dating show alongside that person. Yeah. Getting back into like the dating world. Yeah. Yeah. That Um, does sound awful. Doesn't sound great. So, I mean, initial reactions to it, like getting to the first episode, I'm actually really intrigued with it. And I think it's got some good drama and it kind of reminds me of like Temptation Island with like a twist. And like the ultimatum because Temptation Island, they date new people like Mm -hmm. singles and with the ultimatum, they date each other. So I, I see a lot of that in it. But then these people are like grown people, like meaning they've been married and now they're divorced. Like they have a little bit of life experience versus like Temptation Island and the Ultimatum. Like they, not that they're not like all young, but they haven't been married before. So they don't necessarily have that like under their belt. And all these couples do. Yeah. And that was also something interesting. They didn't tell us their ages. Did you notice that? Yeah. I had a, on my notes, I had like a, column for ages but and they didn't give those they didn't they just have to assume yeah well either way do you want to get into the couples well i took some i went and did some research on oh research of course you did (laughs) a little bit anybody that knows the enneagram marquise is an enneagram five so of (laughs) course he did research (laughs) well i was just looking up just different things about the show to see if there was anything out there that was interesting and it was actually canceled TBS was the company that started it, but they canceled it in 2022, like right before it was supposed to start. And so then USA picked it up a few months later. So it got canceled like in June. And then, did they say why? Or are they just uh, scratched? I think it was like a money thing or something. Oh, like okay. They wanted to do another show. Got it. And this was, I think, around the time that all the stuff with Max was happening. Like that whole deal. So so they had another show they wanted to bring on instead. And so USA ended up picking it up. And so I thought that was an interesting little tidbit. And then I guess to give background before we get into the characters too, like it's based in Costa Rica. And then the hosts are Jojo Fletcher and Jordan. What's his face? I actually don't know. Jordan Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rogers' brother. Yeah. Oh, Jordan, what's his face? <laughs> okay. You didn't, you obviously didn't watch their Bachelorette season. I didn't. I knew she I had a Bachelorette did. season. I think we watched Ben Higgins' Bachelor season. She was on that, right? I don't remember. Yeah. Well, either anyway. way, I did watch her Bachelorette season, but yeah. everyone knew from the very beginning she was picking Jordan. Yeah. I mean, it was just, well, it was I, obvious. I read a little bit about. Because one thing I didn't understand is why they're hosting, I guess, you know, like I, and all I've been able to find. Yeah, they haven't been married yet. So it it is like. Well, I think they got married right before the show was supposed to, or. They're married now, right? Yeah. And they had to like, they got engaged in 2016 when the show, when the Bachelorette aired. Yeah. But then their date was in. 2020. Yeah, I mean, they had a COVID pandemic. thing. Mm-hmm. I had to postpone it, and then I think they got married right after the show aired or before, right before something. Like you mean that. It filmed? One or the other. 
I was going to say aired. It just started. <laughs> well, when it was originally supposed to air, I guess. Oh, so. gotcha. Okay. And so I looked it up because I didn't really understand why they were posting because neither of them been, have been divorced. But all I could really find is they did an interview and JoJo was saying that they know people that have been divorced. And she said they had a, her and Jordan had a first, a hard first year of their relationship. So, but she didn't make a good point that divorce isn't really something discussed on reality TV. So I do think that's a good point. And like, I mean, it's a taboo thing everywhere. So, Mm -hmm. so I think it's an interesting subject to bring up, even if, you know, they're kind of getting exploited on reality TV, but here nor there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, we can dive into the show, dive into the characters a little bit. Yeah. So the show starts introducing the first six couples and it's all of them like walking towards each other on the beach, like very dramatic. (laughs) But the, the first couple that starts out is Ariel and Blair. And they've been divorced for nine months. Yeah. I looked on the website and you can see how long they were married for. As well. Oh, that's so, interesting. Wonder how long. Yeah. So Ariel and Blair were married for four and a half years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was not love at first sight. <laughs> no. I actually wrote it down. She she wasn't into him and decided to date him after he started working out. I know. That's why yeah. I was like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But the interesting thing. Like when I say, when I think about that, so he was into her first and then he started working out and then she was into him, but then now it's like flip-flopped where he's ready to move on and she's like, yeah, what she says in this like little intro pack. Yeah. And she became like a social media influencer or something like that. And he said it felt like it became more about the social media than it did about their relationship. Yeah, and it shows some, like, clips of her doing her, like, TikTok dances or whatever. But then it said that she moved to L.A. And I'm like, wait, so she just moved to L.A. and they were still married? Yeah, there's a bunch. Because even on the website, one thing I found interesting that I don't feel like they covered, because I feel like I would have wrote it down, is that Blair actually cheated on Ariel and she left. Yeah, they haven't mentioned that yet, at least. I don't know if they will, if they'll get into that. But, yeah, that was not on this first episode at all. Yeah, it's just weird to me that his behavior towards her is the way it is with like him being cold towards her because he was the one who like made the relationship end essentially. So, and she wants to rekindle it. So, uh, she said he's the only person she's ever been in love with. So, and that they got married young. So, I don't know. It just it feels kind of weird that he's just really over her as much as he is but i guess you know that's why he i was gonna say that's feels like why he cheated he, or yeah whatever, so it with that information he had moved on he cheated he found someone else and she was still very much in the marriage so obviously that's making it more difficult now for her to move on so yeah that's an interesting little tidbit that they just left out yeah <laughs> Or they're waiting for, like, to drop the bombshell or something, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess we'll get into it more as we'll see. episodes progress. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Jillian and David. They were married for 16 years. Yeah, high school sweethearts. Also, yeah. she, like, I think her name is Jillian. Somebody else like Gillian. I was like, there's <laughs> no way that's her name. <laughs> oh, Gillian's Island. Right. <laughs> that's Gilligan's. <laughs> I know, but that's what it makes me think of. <laughs> Gillian's Island. 
Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Jillian, but it's fine. We could also be wrong, but we're going to say Jillian for now. But yeah, yeah high school sweethearts. They've been divorced for seven months. Mm-hmm. Uh, she walks up and says, do you remember where I got this dress? <laughs> no man knows where you got the dress or where you know it was where she wore the dress. She, like, where did I wear this? No like man remembers. Bridal shower or something like that, too. And I was, was like, well, he we even, why, was he even there? Like, I don't understand. I would not walk up to you yeah. and be like, unless it was literally my wedding dress and be like, do you remember where I wore this? Because I would just <laughs> set myself up for failure. I'm like, which she did. I'm sure they planned out these conversations too. And I'm like, this is the best y'all could come up with. <laughs> you remember why I wore this dress? <laughs> well, she also said that he looks like he's from the 80s. And I didn't get that. Yeah. And I was like, what about that. his outfit makes him look like he's from the 80s? But whatever. Yeah. High school sweethearts. Her, <laughs> I wrote down this quote from her. <laughs> Blinded by stars and hearts and bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he went into how they like they were kind of like COVID demise. They they were doing great. And then COVID kind of put a damper on the relationship. They both lost their jobs. They had financial stress. And then he just had to get out of the apartment. And then three weeks went by. So I'm like, did you not talk for three weeks? Yeah. The the timeline seems kind of weird because I even put down like she wanted a divorce. After three weeks, it just seemed like it was like, I guess, how much after the pandemic started, was it was it three weeks after he left or like how long did it take to get there? So that was a kind of a question for me was like, how quickly did all all that transpire? But it may not really matter. But yeah, it all definitely seemed to sound pretty. I mean, happened pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And she said she still cares for him, but she's just a little bit inside. Yeah, and he he sounds like he was interested in, in rekindling or, like, working on the marriage. And then she made the comment of, like, that she had offered to do that before. Yeah. And he must not have taken her up on that offer. So, yeah. Well, saying you're going to be on a reality TV show, I'm sure, <laughs> changes things a little bit. In 16 years, that's a long time. That is a long time. Yeah. I mean, they grew up together. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. Next couple. We've got Alexis and Devin. And they just started out with a bang. They just <laughs> came right in. <laughs> well, first, they were divorced. They've been divorced for two years. So this is the, like, out of everyone, this is the longest that they've been divorced. And, oh, sorry if you can hear a baby. He's joining us tonight. <laughs> but they come out and they are arguing. Like, she's just, <laughs> like, making fun of him very much. I was like, what the heck? I wrote down lots of arguing and throwing shit. <laughs> That's yeah. essentially what They had no plates in their house. <laughs> lots of paper plates, I guess. Interestingly, they were only married for a year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in, later on in the episode, there's like, it was very short in the beginning, but then yeah. they go into it later where her mom really interfered. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you noticed, like, from their pictures, the pictures look like they were kind of in the low country. Did you see that? Yeah. I wonder if they were, where they're from. Yeah, I I will say I appreciated like the intros weren't like god awfully long because I feel like some reality shows have a really bad tendency to like make these intros like twenty five minutes long and then you have like five minutes of, in the first episode to watch. So I think they did a good job of like introducing everyone and then actually getting into more about them. Some of them you couldn't help but get into stuff, but anyway, yeah, Alexis and Devin, they were. <laughs> Came in with a bang for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> and left an impression. Yeah. Next up is Casey and Brooks. They were 
together for two years or married for two years. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then they've been divorced for six months. I wrote down that they hugged when they saw each other. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Uh, oh. I don't feel like a lot of people did that. I, I don't. Did it anyone else do that? I think Allie and Mims did the next oh, couple. Okay. Oh, but, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I think it was like notable that they seemed to hug each other or like seemed to be on good terms when they mm-hmm. saw each other on the beach. And I wrote down that Casey said, Brooks tries to get back together with me every single day. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote that down too. She's really funny. I, she like cracks me up. She's. You think she's funny? I mean, she has funny one-liners, but I'm like, I have lots to say about Casey, but we'll, I mean, we'll she's wait. She's very we'll fiery and has like, I think that she's got some problems, but I think that she's funny. She cracked like things that she did throughout the episode. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you there. But she also, she said that she wants him to move on. Yeah. She said she wants him to meet someone and hook up and she hopes they have nice tits. So, <laughs> <laughs> and Brooks is hoping they'll hook up. That's like, that he will hook up with. With Casey, not yeah. with someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He wants to hook up. He wants to get back together with Casey. Correct. Very much still into Casey, mm-hmm. which she obviously knew. So, uh, yeah. No surprise there. Yeah. I think he thinks that they didn't try hard enough, that they didn't give it enough effort. And she mm-hmm. said that it was really bland <laughs> and that they didn't have a very good sex life. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot there was that. no I, passion. I feel like I thought about that, but I didn't write it down for that. Oh, I wrote it down. Yeah, she was. She felt like there was no passion <laughs> in no. anything they did. So. Yeah. So, and by the pictures, I was like, oh, it's just like a down-home country couple. And she must not have been about that at all. They were, like, taking pictures in the barn and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Next up. Allie and Mims. And they've been divorced for six months. How long were they married? Six years. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got it. They didn't get into that because he <laughs> yeah. thought it was four yeah. years. Yeah. They go into the house and he talks about how they were together for four years and she says it was for six years. Yeah, and they, they're they the only ones that mention that they have a child. I wondered mm-hmm. if anyone else did. And just well, they got married because she was pregnant. Well, so. <laughs> he's an NFL player and she was supposed to be the Dallas Booty Call. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that so it did not happen. Yeah. yeah, she got pregnant. But I thought that was interesting. No one else mentioned if they have kids. And I was like, hmm. I actually wrote that down as like at the end. And now she said that I forgot that until we're talking about now that they did say that they had a kid. But mm-hmm. yeah, it seemed like they didn't mention children, which is interesting for a reality TV show because I feel like kids just get thrown into everything, especially yeah. if you're watching Love After Lockup. But, oh, um, gosh. Or even like 90 Day. Like they yeah. talk about how they have a kid. Even if the kid's not necessarily on the show, they're like, oh, I'm a mom of two or, oh, we have a couple kids or whatever. So I'm maybe it'll come out because I'm mm-hmm. thinking they're going to be dating these people. That's a conversation you need to have. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's a big part yeah, of, a, of a relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, that's just something you'd have to work into the yeah to the equation. So it looks like they ended because Ellie cheated on Mims. He actually said, in the house, I was in an open marriage, and I was the last one to find out. So <laughs> that, that cracked me up. I feel like that's actually normally how it happens. <laughs> Not the open marriage part, but the cheating part. Like, he was the last to find out. Yeah. I'm going to jack up this guy's name. But the next couple is Dee Dee <laughs> and Tucker. Decker? 
I, I, they said it a couple times, and I, I was Thicker, like, "Thacker, it's not Thacker." I feel like it's Thicker. Like I, I don't can, feel like you pronounce it. All I can think of is Thackeray, like from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Thackeray Banks. Yeah. That's gonna be his name. Old Thackeray, Didi and Thackeray. Didi and Thackeray. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna pay attention and like I need to record well, it so I can. I feel like multiple sense. people. It was like Jillian's name. Multiple people said it different ways, and then like how I tried to listen how Dee Dee said it, and I think it's Thacker. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> okay. At least for this episode, and then we'll be able to fix ourselves. We He's will. gonna be Thackeray because that's how I can pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really bad because people jack up my name all the time. So this is Marquis, uh, yeah, Marcus, yeah. all the things, yeah, all the things, Marquis. So I what feel that? awful that I didn't take the time to actually remember his name but here we are i was trying i really was yeah. anyways how long were they married they were together for one and a half years okay. they've been divorced for 10 months 10 months yeah uh, also as soon as he walks up i'm like is he already crying <laughs> <laughs> i think he was i think he was already emotional either that or it was really hot and he was sweaty <laughs> well <laughs> yeah, I mean, they these two, there's a lot going on there. And, I mean, we'll get into it more in a little bit. But, yeah, I feel like there's just a lot, especially Dee Dee's got a lot going on emotionally. And I think that she's still trying to figure things out. And then, yeah, she's I don't still know what still is. But. Well, when they showed the package, like the like pictures and like showing the wedding photos, I'm like, is this the same person? Because he doesn't look the oh, same yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah, um, I was just like, this is... It says she wants to be friends. Mm-hmm. I don't think in one to get back together at all, but no. she does want them to figure out how to communicate with each other. And then he resents her for leaving and wants to get back together. Resents her for leaving because he was lying <laughs> and cheating and Yeah, and then, he got, the then in the same sentence, he says he did too much damage and she had a reason to leave, so... I don't know yeah. how you resent her. For well, she said she she found did. a box of condoms and then filed for divorce immediately. Yeah. So. Yep. Doing great. So, mm-hmm. Thackeray, uh, <laughs> starting off on the good foot. <laughs> Poor Thackeray. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, that, that ends the intro packages. And they're all in the house. They're all having some drinks. They're hanging out. And here comes JoJo and Jordan. Yep. And they introduce themselves in the show, mm-hmm. kind of go over the rules. So it's 10 weeks. There's going to be party and exercises, which is a little play on word because your exes are going to be. Oh, I didn't you. even catch that. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were trying to make like an innuendo. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of those. Too. And then they drop the bomb that everyone won't make it person gets let go each week i was that that was like a big thing like a big shock for me i had no idea that that was part of it yeah there's actually another twist that i read about too well don't spoiler alert well i won't i won't say it but i was gonna say don't yeah i'll tell you off no i want to find out all right whatever so (laughs) i actually wrote this down because i said this format currently makes no sense to me and i'm confused as hell (laughs) because i just didn't i like I get, maybe it was the way they explained it because I feel like somebody else too was like I don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. um, and I think it might have been Brooks or something. But yeah, I was. Heavily it doesn't confused. make a, a whole lot of sense. Like if you're sending someone home, then there's someone. So I'm thinking like Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. You're sending someone home, but then they bring in new people like each week, so you kind of mm-hmm. like mix up the pool. 
So at this point, like they're they're letting someone go, but then that means it's outnumbered. Yeah. Like if they let a, a girl go, then there's more guys, and like that's weird. So yeah. I wasn't sure how that was gonna work. Yeah, you don't find out anything until like how it's gonna work until the like this season on at the end of yeah. the episode. So and like I feel like the flow is kind of weird because like the exercises like give people rewards in a way, but then and it helps them to be safe, which we can get into more whenever yeah, when we, we get, get to that, to that point. But yeah, so anyway, didn't make any sense when they explained it. No. I was like, I'm just gonna have to watch and see how this goes. But yeah, so after that, well, the goal, the goal is for them to move on. So right. like in the intro packages, we're hearing some of them like talk about how they want to be together and they want to like rekindle their marriage. Well, that's not the goal of this show. Yeah. So if that is like what they're seeking. They're probably not going to make it very far on the show. Right. And then the winners of the show, which I'm like, they didn't talk about they win either. Like, you get a new car. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, they, the whole point is that like one couple that wants to then enter the real world in a relationship, but not the original couple, like the new couple. That's, those are the winners. Yeah. See, I'm just confused because I, I don't, I don't know what the end goal is, is other just, than like helping them to like, get through this healing process yeah which also not being together anymore. are they bringing in therapists then i would hope so well that's yeah, we we'll shall see yeah. we shall see well they do well we'll, well I'll, yeah. I'll talk about because i did some research on her and stuff oh well. okay well she wasn't doing therapy in the moment <laughs> no okay so after the intro they're all sitting around and then casey is just unhinged <laughs> she she yells to the house who wants to f brooks and then I feel like Brooks was crying. <laughs> so, <laughs> Also, I did not mention this, and I meant to. When did Brooks get all the tattoos? Because in their <laughs> intro photos, he wasn't all tatted up like he is. Yeah, well, I mean. You have to do some research on two, that. When did he get all of his tattoos? Because he is all tatted that, up. Yeah, they were together for two years, so it must have happened fairly, fairly quickly. It's a whole were... entire chest tattoo. <laughs> well, it's... there's a whole lot. I mean, there's a chest tattoo. He's got like. Some sleeves, some sleeves. Yeah, I, I mean the chest like, on one the is the chest is the one that I like didn't notice in the pictures. So yeah. he may have had the other ones, but anyways. But he also talked about like starting his own business or something too. So I wonder like when he came like out of whatever he was doing before, which I didn't hear about. I wonder if like that gave him the freedom to kind of do what he wanted. So mm-hmm. that might have been the time he got tattoos or something. I don't know. But I mean, um, he really committed to the tattoos. He did. Uh, so then, <laughs> nothing against tattoos; we both have them. But he really committed. Yeah, there wasn't really much to that. I just wrote that Casey was unhinged because that was well, it really upset him because yeah. like he's still interested in her, and then she's yeah. like, "Who wants to sleep with him?" Yeah, and he was and like yelled at off on the side, and he was talking about how she like goes off at the mouth and stuff too. So mm-hmm. that was interesting interaction. And they have to share rooms. Yeah, they so... go to the rooms and see there's. <laughs> Wedding photos of them. Yes. <laughs> and they have to in sleep in the same beds. room as their ex. Twin so, beds. Yeah. So very awkward Like they're at situation. summer camp. Yeah. At um, least they're not bunk beds. That'd be even crazier. That'd be really I mean, that would be pretty funny, though. Actually, um, it would be. Like a child in a You get the top bunk, I'll yeah. get the bottom. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, because it, that would have had all kinds of, it had been like the challenge in a lot of ways because they'd have different couples hooking up in the bunk beds. But 
They might have people hooking up in these. Bits. We shall see. We <laughs> so, don't know. We're only on the first episode here. <laughs> these people are crazy. So yeah. after that, we get more from Brooks. He talks about how much he still wants to be with Casey. Yeah, this is where he talks about he started his own company and then things went sideways. He thinks they didn't try hard enough and he liked their fun personality. Casey, on the other hand, feels like things were a chore and asked him for things money cannot buy, in her words. Whatever that means. I'm assuming like affection and yeah. time, I'm guessing. She said she didn't feel there was passion and sex wasn't exciting. She's not a dried up old woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone thought she was, but whatever. Yeah, she <laughs> But also, apparently. like, how dare you say that about about women that are, you know, later in age? I don't think most of them are dried up. Well, she apparently hasn't watched Milf Manor. Because oh, man, I was thinking about 90 Day Fiance <laughs> and that either, Gino but... and Jasmine. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> Jasmine oh is God. not. <laughs> She's ready to go <laughs> at all oh times. So mm. Casey needs to just broaden her horizons. Yeah. So we jump to them playing Never Have I Ever in the Kitchen. Which also, Thackeray, he just wanted to play this so he could show everyone all the bad things he's right. done. And they're they're drinking if they've done the thing. Yeah. So I wrote down like all the things that Thackeray <laughs> decided to drink after. And basically, it just sounds like a man whore. He was, yeah. Lot, there's lots of lying and cheating and drank after everything in the game. He did. This is where Dee Dee talks about fighting the box of condoms one weekend. Mm-hmm. And she filed for divorce immediately. So the things he drank for were three having a threesome, having an orgy, sex on an airplane, and sex with a stripper. And I'm sure there was other stuff, but she was looking at him like, but also, you gotta be kidding me. This man, okay, never have I ever. You're not supposed to say something that you've done because like, like normally you like hold up a finger and you like put mm-hmm. a finger down if you like done it. Normally. You, they yeah. made it into a drinking game. But you're trying to win. <laughs> so why are you saying something that you did? You're he was trying to, to get drunk. You're supposed <laughs> to say, never have I ever done this thing. And then like other people drink or other people put a finger down, whatever it is. So I was like, this man doesn't even know the rules to this game. <laughs> he's just like, let me see, show all the things I've done. Yeah. Everything. Well, he's like, never have I ever had sex with more than two people. And someone else is like, that's an orgy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then... Ariel and Blair, they're in the pool, and Ariel says Dee Dee looks like his type. So I don't. Some of the things Blair like says this, that Dee Dee's attractive. Like yeah. he he agrees. But it was just a very like interesting thing to jump to. I guess it kind of led into the next scene. Well, I think she was fishing because she's still like really interested in like yeah. Ariel's still really interested in Blair. So I think she's almost like fishing to see if. He yeah, I guess she's just trying to DD. play the game in a way. Yeah. And like make sure that he's able to do his thing. I will say I wrote down that I like how they're doing like the ITMs. Like I feel like I like the shot and even like how they can have multiple people in there or or like one person may go in there and stuff. But I thought like the ITM shots were pretty cool. The um, ITMs or do they have like a truth booth? Is that what you're talking about? No, truth booth is other show. No, they had that where like, okay, so I think back to like the real world. When they ITMs are are so like normally an ITM so an in the moment is mm-hmm. actually shot after the show, right? But then they had the like I'm calling it a truth booth. That's not what they called it, but like they go in there and that's like happening in like literally in the moment they're going into this little room in the house, which reminds yeah. me of real world. Those are happening at two separate times. Yeah, but I'm so you're it talking ITM about because it's in the moment. Yeah, yeah, I know, but <laughs> ITMs are not actually in the moment. But anyways, I'm with you. 
they they are going in and like actually saying this is happening that night instead of like yeah post production yeah whatever we're calling it <laughs> I like how they're shot <laughs> I like the little room in the background and all this stuff super random it's very real world esque it really <laughs> yeah. is so Blair walks in the kitchen with a shirt off and Brooks <laughs> comments <laughs> on this that he's jealous of Blair's godly body <laughs> godly body somebody and, else says something about having like washboard abs like oh you can wash some clothes on those or something i didn't pick up uh, who it was but yeah. yeah brooks describes himself as a tattooed pirate and he very he's, <laughs> he's got a gut and just shirt off and i mean everything's all out so i do like his lion chest tattoo though he's funny nice, brooks but, is really funny. Is funny i will give him that yeah. he he provided a lot of comedic relief yeah i agree i mean i can see like why they were together because they they even play off of each other a little bit him and casey so yeah but anyway so we jump to a scene with casey ariel david Dee Dee, and blair around the island in the kitchen i'm casey, glad you wrote that all down because i did not pay attention yeah. to all those people that were standing there <laughs> well you know trying to sit scene yeah uh, okay. remind people where we are and the thing yeah there was i feel like there was like it, it was there were certain shots that were pretty choppy. Like we, I was trying to keep up the timeline on things, but I was like, okay, this is like, they're all changed back into the regular clothes and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was trying to keep up with everything. Casey says she's liking David and thinks he's funny and wants to get to know him. So uh, this was the part where I felt like Casey felt really fake in like her flirting. And I don't know mm-hmm. if it was like a insecurity because she was like acting like she said the wrong thing. Yeah. Like talking about putting the beer in the fridge or whatever. Put the fridge in the beer. Ha ha. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, it was yeah. very like high school like of high her. School. Yeah. 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 Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I messed that up. And that's yeah. where I was like, oh my gosh. No Actually, like some super drunk. Like, I'm like, is uh, she really drunk? Well, um, I think maybe some of that is insecurity because Brooks is still there. Or like, when's the last time that she flirted with someone yeah. outside that, of her Because I remember trying to date after getting divorced and mm-hmm. like, it's pretty difficult. Like, especially, I mean, I can't imagine 16 years. But well, they're not to... 16. David is. But Casey, they didn't. Oh, yeah. They were two years, right? I'm at the have like a you gotta like, note yeah, <laughs> for, say, for this thing. Have a, so, how yeah, they were two it? years. David um, was the one that was, yeah, that's been since high school. So. so, yeah, they, but even then, like trying to get back into dating after you've just been in a relationship with, with someone for yeah. a long period of time is hard. And I think like also being in this environment, I'm sure it escalates everything. <laughs> Because you're also in front of a camera, in front of your ex, in front of all these other people. So, mm-hmm. but I agree. I think that like it felt over the top a little bit. So, yeah, it just felt a little fake. But I think that that's just her maybe just trying to get back into flirting. Yeah. So then we get Alexis and Devin again, <laughs> and I feel like they're so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's giving this. This like, is when they super did the background which, massage. Yeah, which we already talked about the background of, yeah. of them. But this is when they like went into that, and I was like, "What is she doing?" Yeah, she's giving a massage, but she's like on top of him. Yeah, and she was like driving her elbow into his spine, and <laughs> I was in pain watching. <laughs> yeah, she talks about how her mom—I mean—was basically just in the middle of their their relationship because she didn't mm-hmm. approve sending rude messages and voicemails to Devin. Which does sound stressful. So it sounded like it that created probably a lot of hostility between them. And like, I can't imagine like for Alexis too, like trying to play the middleman of that and stuff. And so that sounds like there was, that was why there was a lot going on there. But mm-hmm. 
moving on to Didi and Thackeray. They're talking outside, and Didi's open to falling in love, and Thackeray's very drunk during all of these interactions. Yeah, and I mean, you can see it in his eyes. Like, it was I all mean, those shots he took. During the <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure there was a lot that we didn't see too. And oh, I'm like, sure. You think he was still drinking during this part? So yeah, he's just all messed up and like basically confronting Dee Dee because he is upset about the thought of her hooking up with anybody else. So he describes it as you're flaunting this experience or whatever we're calling it in his face <laughs> and doesn't seem like he's going to oh i this is my note i said it doesn't seem like he's going to make it very far um <laughs> so, yeah um, well he's like making he's upset with her and saying that she's gonna hook up when he literally did that during their marriage and so it's like mm, yeah. a little hypocritical there dude and jillian even says oh yeah she has an idea accusing her of doing exactly what he's been doing mm-hmm. and she's not even doing anything so it's no. kind of hypocritical. It's the first night. It's very hypocritical. No one is <laughs> no one is like hooking up at the moment. Yeah. yeah. But also so, yeah. during this when they're having this conversation and Brooks is just like lurking. <laughs> yeah, he's like in the pool over yeah. there or something. <laughs> yeah. He's just like floating along. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I mean man. they get they get pretty loud at one point and I feel like they just show like all oh, the awkward shots of everybody kind of like, oh, what the heck is going on over there? So yeah. So that's the night. The next morning, Alexis is sitting with Blair and Mims and asks if it's weird or awkward sleeping next to their ex. And Blair says, it's like, oh, we just were like, night, mm-hmm. night. And then Alexis said that Devin was giving a senior seminar. <laughs> on forever. He just kept talking. I wish that she would have told more about like what he was talking about, but yeah. she didn't. Yeah. And um, then it jumps to the first exercise. Yeah, ex. <laughs> Now that I understand that's what they were trying to say. <laughs> uh, so they show up that. with the relationship expert, Dr. Jada Jackson. So this is the person I did research on. Okay. I was like, who is this lady? Yeah, yeah. So she's the founder and president of Total Life Counseling Center. She has a slew of degrees, including her doctorate, two master's degrees in mental health and human services counseling, and a bachelor's in professional communication. She's also a licensed mental health counselor. On top of that, she was a runway model wow. and worked for Ebony Magazine for 10 years. She actually began counseling by coaching others in the modeling industry. Industry, And I think her connection to this a little bit is she was JoJo and Jordan's counselor. Oh, okay. So like their relationship with, counselor? Yeah. So like... she helped them with like their relationship and stuff. Oh, so, okay. little tidbit there, but... In case anyone else was wondering who the heck Dr. Jade is, that gives you a little bit of information about her. Yeah, and they talked about, like, that she had 12 years of working with divorced couples. Yeah. So, And in that, like, they said she was a relationship expert, and then, like, Mims had a little blip where he talked about how they didn't go to therapy. Yeah. They just tried to thug it out on their own. (laughs) Which was a terrible idea, obviously. (laughs) Thug it out. I wish I wish she would have gave more of a definition. I'm like, what yeah. exactly does that mean? You need t shirts that say thug it out on it. Thug it out. <laughs> Just thug it out. <laughs> Probably won't be great because there's an end well, but so, funny thing. Yeah, um, it was. So the first exercise exercise is called Flex Your X, where they tell the other couples, so the women tell the other couples about the their women ex. Tell the other women uh-huh. what they need to know about their ex. Mm-hmm. Yep. So 
I wrote, I tried to go through each couple. Devin and Alexis are arguing, of course, about shopping <laughs> habits. <laughs> this, of course, they're arguing. They they crack me up. I think Alexis, is, I like her a lot, but her and Devin argue all the time. Yeah, uh, she's funny, though. She's yeah. very funny. Blair and Ariel are being awkward because Ariel's trying to be fun and thoroughly still into him. Mm-hmm. She even says she has the hottest husband in the house. So thought that was interesting. And she wants to take him on a date. So yeah. she's like, do I talk him up? Or <laughs> right. do I talk about the red flags? Yeah. yeah. And he's not really about it at all. I feel like he wasn't like into it. Like he looked like he was trying to leave the room the whole time. Yeah, he was um, like gonna go. He, well, it looks like that's their bedroom and then their bathroom. And she was talking about needing to like fix his hair and like what he was gonna wear. And he yeah. was very much avoidant. Yeah. Mims and Allie seem to have fun with it. They didn't really show too much about them. And then Casey mentions Brooks package and that's about all i got up that she was said awkward. he was packing heat <laughs> so <laughs> do you want me to talk about your package i'm like oh my god please don't actually <laughs> let's skip that no, good. Thank you. which oh. i mean from her saying that the sex was really dry i'm like i don't know what to believe at the moment poor brooks yeah poor guy. Straight answer. so then the competition starts we get david coming in wearing a boa <laughs> yeah, he had yeah. a bow on. Oh. Yeah. And, and then his shirt had like flamingos on it or something. Yeah. I'm not Jilly sure. just like talked him up. She didn't have anything negative to say about him at all. It was no. just like, oh, he's great. He does like he does something not 90% of the time. And, he can dress himself yeah, yeah. 90% of the time. Uh, but nothing really bad to say about him at all. I mean, sold him pretty well. Yeah. And then <laughs> everybody's attracted to Blair. He took his shirt off, of course. Well, yeah, of um, course he did. So he's, got I mean, he's got quite the physique. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. He's working out his paid off. He, he's got quite the body. Daddy Brooks. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> in a Speedo. <laughs> uh, with suspenders. With a blue <laughs> suspender. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. So that was fun. And then Casey says that Brooks has his mom's name tattooed on his butt. I know. So I was like, oh, my God. That was interesting. And um, she said she's going to wait and let them find that out on their own. <laughs> Like, oh my, there has to be more to that. Devin is dressed in a suit and a bucket hat. And Alexis. Was it a bucket hat? I thought it was a bucket hat. Oh, you know what? I think it was. It's not a suit. He had on like a jacket and like plaid pants. It wasn't like a full suit. Well, it was close enough. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote a suit. Uh, Poor guy. He tried. Yeah, Alexis (laughs) did the opposite of Jillian. Mm. She said he likes to exaggerate and has a bad temper. But bills are paid. Yes, the <laughs> so, bills are paid. Allie was talking about Mims's tongue getting on your nerves in both ways. Oh. <laughs> so give him a little liquor. And, his slick tongue. His that's slick what she tongue. Said. That's mm-hmm. right. Sorry. Forgot mm-hmm. that. She said, uh, well, get on your nerves. Yeah. I was like, okay, honey. And Dee Dee was on the struggle bus. She could, she didn't have anything. She, didn't, she <laughs> said uh, <laughs> nothing about Thackeray. She just got up there and was like, <laughs> I am um, just having a really hard time, yeah. and I think we should all just get along. Let's <laughs> <laughs> still try to make my way through this. We and should Dr. make a Jada cake. actually had to step in for this one and say she needs to own that space. And yeah, everyone was like really supportive of her she and was, all that. But she was struggling. She was Thackeray not going to make it through talking yeah. about Thackeray at all. Well, uh, there was there really anything nice to say? <laughs> really <laughs> like not. She could yeah. yeah. Doctor Jada reveals. That she was focused on the women, the women, the, the women, women. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the women during this, 
Yeah, and then so you know, Brooks got up there and his feet up for no reason. <laughs> right. So then the winners were Casey and Jillian. So I feel like Jillian did a good job of pulling one over because she even says in her ITM, I feel like she's kind of like not necessarily a villain, but I feel like she's got like that like sneaky side to her. Who Jillian? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of her ITMs, especially once they get into dates, mm-hmm. are very much like like she says one thing to everybody else and will smile, but then like in her interview it's always like this is actually how i feel well i i know that people aren't gonna get this unless they've watched the ultimatum but i think of jillian i think of lexi because she kind of was like sneaky about stuff too yeah and like was she was like lexi was really intelligent but Mm -hmm. she like would make you believe what she wanted you to believe and so i think jillian might be a little bit that too yeah very manipulative Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so they're going on a jet ski date with the person of their choosing. Mm-hmm. When they first said the jet ski date, I thought it was with their ex. And I was like, this is going to be freaking weird. I don't understand the show. But then they actually got to choose who they wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then anyone who goes on a date, including the person that gets chosen, is safe from elimination. So Casey chooses David for the date. And then Brooks says he hopes they're sharks because he was just talking <laughs> he about how he was, hoping, <laughs> he was hoping to go on a date with Casey. And then yeah. Jillian reveals that she was actually going to choose David. And so that makes it hella awkward mm-hmm. and ends up picking Devin. And, it was like and I'm wondering, vote. yeah, is it just because he was sitting beside her? <laughs> I guess so. There was like no enthusiasm about it. I so guess you, I mean, Devin. do you want to go? Do you want to go on a yeah. date? Yeah. yeah. First and he's like, yeah. I mean, he, he <laughs> was pumped probably because he's like, yeah, I'm safe. Yeah, that's very much what that was. Mm-hmm. So then we jumped to that night. Casey and Brooks are talking. Brooks is upset that Casey didn't choose her. But as Ariel said right before that, Casey has made it clear that she doesn't want to be with him. So, yeah. Brooks is mad because. Well, he's mad because he put forth all this effort. You know, he got up there in his speedo once again. <laughs> and, like, he's not safe. So, I think he was hoping that even though she could pick whoever, that she would pick him so that he was safe, even though she's trying to date. Like, she wants to move on, and I feel like he sees this more as almost like a game show. Yeah. You know, where he's just trying to win. Yeah. It really wasn't a... I feel like this was, like, a bad look for Brooks. Yeah. And I think that, like, for Casey, because she even talked about how she was, like, his punching bag Mm -hmm. in their marriage. So I think that he... Anytime um, something went wrong, like, she got the brunt of it. Yeah, like, she gets blamed for anything. That might have been... I mean, that's probably true for a lot of people, though, in their marriages. Because you're the closest person to them, but this is, like, continuing Mm -hmm. while they're in this experiment. Experiment, experience, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever they're going to to choose for it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and so I think that, like, that was a part of that. And a lot of people saw him doing that because, you know, they're just out in the open chatting it up and Brooks yeah. is like very much making it look like he's mad about Casey not saving him and not going on a date with him and stuff. So it makes him look a little desperate mm-hmm. and stuff, but also makes him look like a douche because he is making him going into elimination Casey's fault. So so anyway, we jump to the date. It's a double date. And yeah, we the like jet ski part right is a double date. Yeah, like yeah. we're in the middle of the them on jet skis. Uh-huh. <laughs> so no build up or anything. Nope. Um, it's like you're there. So very quick pacing, I feel like on the show. Like yeah. there's no like fluff. They're just like, here's the points. So Casey and David are having a blast on the jet ski jet ski and <laughs> Jillian is super jealous. Uh, <laughs> Jillian calls Casey mini obnoxious. And I was like, 
Uh, that is exactly how I feel about Casey. <laughs> she's she's very much like a like a pick me or like look at me like and like i said it probably just stems from she has not dated a long in a long time but i was like oh my gosh we we couldn't be friends well i think it doesn't help that she likes to be center of attention so then like yeah that's what i mean by pick me like she's like look at me i'm over here yeah it feels like some of that's like her personality because like especially watching her and brooks together i feel like they're both like that a little bit oh yeah and they play off of each other, mm-hmm. and I think it works well with him, but not to, not really anybody else. Yeah. So Jillian says that— But he's also, like, funny. So, like, when he comes in and, like, says something or, like, he's doing something for attention, not when they're together, but, like, to the side or, like, his little things that he says Yeah, like, Blair's got funny. a body, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like, they're funny. And then yeah. he is, like, a what, a tattooed pirate? Like, I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Casey, yeah. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're overwhelming. So Jillian says that David likes a fiery woman, but doesn't think he can handle it. Devin says Jillian is something else, and had him. He <laughs> said that she had him thinking she was a granny. She was a grandma. <laughs> yeah, and I I think that I agree. Like she did feel a little like uptight throughout the like episode, but I think some of that's probably nerves and even like the manipulation factor that we talked about a little bit. Too. Well, yeah, because like when she's in the little truth booth, that's what I'm calling it. She isn't like that yeah like she's very much just speaking her mind yeah. which i appreciate and yeah, then to get, everyone else we get just to see kinda, a different side than yeah the people in the house are which i'm sure it'll come out more like yeah. she can't hide that forever yeah so we jump back to the house with the remaining people mm-hmm. and brooks is still upset <laughs> <laughs> and mims is saying you just gotta get over that shit uh-huh. <laughs> so, i think uh, i'm really gonna like mims i hope yeah. he sticks around he's fun yeah then we jump back to the date and Casey and David are there. They're just having a good time. Casey's all about it. They don't really, like, jump into much with them other than they just seem to be having a good time. And Casey's, like, eye-gazing at David, seemingly. Eye-gazing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. This, like, reminds me of the ultimatum. <laughs> just a lot of yeah. heavy eye-gazing. Yeah. yeah. She's oh looking at, like, butterflies and yeah. sunflowers and I mean, all those things right now. Look deeply into your eyes. <laughs> Then we jump to Jillian and Devin. Devin asks how Jillian feels about David. And she says they still have a good friendship, which makes it harder. And closure would be good on their part. And these two, Jillian and Devin, like they seem comfortable, but it it definitely wasn't like a connection. Like, yeah. They were just it was hanging like, out. Devin was eating grapes or yeah, something. They on were the beach friends. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> they're like, all right, we're just going like, yeah, to be a good time. You know? Mm-hmm. Hang out for a little bit. So then back to the house, we have Blair, Zachary, Brooks, Alexis, and Ariel sitting by the pool, I guess. They were in like pool chairs, so I guess they were by the Oh, pool. yeah, yeah, like um, a little cabana type vibe. And Zachary thinks him and Dee Dee are on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. He says, he tells everyone basically what they want to hear because the This women, was so two-faced. Yeah, the women oh are like grilling him basically and are like, Asking him what he wants to do. And he's just saying what he wants. He tells us in his ITM that he's mm-hmm. just saying what they want to hear so he can stay in the game. Um, but he really wants to get back together with Didi. So thought that was shady. Yeah, and he Zachary has no plan. My, like, I don't like him at all. So, no. Well, um, I mean, he just seems very slimy. Like, even in the beginning when they were talking about all of this cheating and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, he is awful. slimy. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he just has no plans to date anyone else. So as long as he's there, yeah. he's going to hold Didi back from doing that as well. Yep. So next we jump into the elimination. Elimination. Allie calls it the gauntlet. I don't Does know. she really? Yeah, she's like she calls it the gauntlet, but I, I put a question mark because she was the only one who said it. So, like JoJo didn't call it that. Call it the that's gauntlet. Very, so. the, very much the challenge over there. The yeah, gauntlet. yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Mm-hmm. Of, but, but they should stick with it. I think it's a good, good thing. So they're sitting on couches. They're split up by men and women. We find out that power bounces back and forth between men and this women. This is each very week. much like Bachelor in Paradise. It yeah. goes back and forth. And I like then, to just compare my reality shows. You can't tell. <laughs> It's going to help because it was confusing. Yeah. Women get power in week one, so this week, mm-hmm. and are choosing who goes home first. David and Devin are safe, obviously. And then the men leave while the women deliberate. This part was kind of weird. It was yeah. like, okay, men, walk away yeah. so get the girls can talk. Jillian thinks Thackeray is a playboy as you go home. I agree. Jillian, like, came at Thackeray. Yeah, she was like, hardcore. get him out of here. But as soon as she was done, pretty much all the other women came out to Brooks. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was like, why Why are they coming for Brooks instead of Thackeray? Like, well, I thought that was, it was interesting, too, just because, I mean, we also saw Thackeray being two-faced. But I just feel like even their interaction the first night was way worse than the Brooks situation. Yeah. So I wonder if it's because... The women have a better relationship with Casey just because Casey's all up in everybody's business. Yeah, maybe. So, so that's what it seems like. Is like kind of keeping to herself yeah, right Didi now. DD seems a little bit more reserved mm-hmm. just based on what I've seen. It may, may or may not be true. But even the way that I think Allie brings it up, she says that she thinks Brooke should go home because mm-hmm. he's making the experience awful for everyone else. And yeah, I guess like, like even what happened, day, like what else happened? It, like maybe it's because they had their conversation more out in the open while Dee Dee mm-hmm. and Thacker or Thackeray, <laughs> they, Thackeray. Okay. <laughs> they had theirs maybe a little bit more private but I mean also they didn't like there was the one where like Jillian was just sitting in between them I was like <laughs> yeah. what is happening yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't know maybe that's probably why Jillian brought up Thackeray because she saw everything firsthand. Yeah, Dee Dee thinks that Thackeray being there is holding her back and Casey feels her situation is the same. It's not. Yeah. And that no, Brooks she can't is give a 100%. lot nicer. And that one, though, is um, my opinion. I He's agree not that she to be can't slimy. give 100%, but yeah. that's the freaking show. Like, yeah. everybody's there with Eric. So I think, that's like, the, point of the show. It, that wasn't really a good point, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, guys, come back. Allie is the leader of the group, apparently. <laughs> She's and, the spokesperson. <laughs> she is. Uh, and so. They she breaks the news to Thackeray and Brooks that they came up during the deliberation and mm-hmm. then Brooks is going home. So and then this part was weird. This this part is like, let me walk you outside. Yeah, yeah. This is very like bachelor bachelorette. Can I walk you out? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it wasn't even that. It was like JoJo and Jordan telling Brooks like Casey's gonna walk you out kind of vibe. Like yeah. he goes out and then Casey's supposed to follow him and like meet him outside on the bench so they can talk. Yeah, I wrote down during this, I said, I'm not sure how I feel about this decision. I think Brooks was being an asshole with how he was treating Casey, but I think Thackeray is manipulative and obviously the villain here. Um, Yeah, that's why they were like, we got to keep him around. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think like in in these reality TV shows, like what is producer driven where they're like, no, 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 we can't get rid of him yet. 
because like he is entertaining, which in my opinion, if like you're picking for like who was the least entertaining, I would have picked David David or Devin as the Mm -hmm. least entertaining, but they were both safe. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah, Yeah, David for sure. Like I feel like he didn't really do much for me at all. No. Like I other than the date, like I don't really yeah, and the I mean that was forgettable. But other than being on the date, like I forgot about him, honestly. Um Mm -hmm. and so yeah, we jumped to Brooks and Casey talking after he finds out. Casey's bawling. This was so weird yeah. because she just was like, yeah, he needs to go home. And then she's like, well, when we get out of this, I want to go to therapy. Yeah, I was so confused. I was like, <laughs> like, what is happening? Wait, Why would you go to therapy after him? After you said do you home? want, <laughs> yeah, do you want to be together yeah. or you want, then that made me think like, do they have kids? And so she wants to go to therapy to like work on the relationships. So they can be friends. Yeah. She said something about never giving him that or something. Yeah. She stuff. did say that. It was just, it was very emotional. And I think it was the wrong decision, but. And then know, they say, there. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, you. yeah Brooks <laughs> says he wants Casey to be happy and that he loves her no matter what. So. Well, they like say it to each other, though, is what I mean. Like, as as he's leaving, they both say, I love you. And well, like, hug and stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll, well, I doubt it, based on the also, this season on. But correct. Maybe but he'll make, was, a way, make his way back. Yeah. I was like, is there a redemption house? <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna be hanging out by some other random pool, and yeah. they'll like give us random shots of Brooks waiting to come back. What's the other show that did that? It was on. That's the challenge. No, uh, well, I mean, the, yes, the challenge, but there was another show like this that did that. It was the. I don't know. The one where they the there was like the three women, and they had to figure out which guy was F Boy Island. Yeah, yeah, F Boy Island, mm. and they get sent to F Boy Island essentially. Uh, <laughs> So then They're we just a, like hanging out with their bros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember now. We get a the season on mm-hmm. where divorce singles are going to be showing up. Yeah, each week. the fresh meat to come in. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't know this was a thing either. Yeah. Like, also, I know, but like, this is such a hodgepodge of multiple relationship reality TV shows, and it's like, let's take this piece and this piece and this yeah. piece, and we're going to make this show. Yeah, and look, I mean, it looks like it's going to be a lot of freaking drama. That's mm-hmm. for sure, especially as these like, which I think is. Partly, like people coming in don't have any stake in the game; they're just kind of there. To no, find but somebody. I think they're they're couples, aren't they? Are they not couples? No, the guy, the I think the black guy that comes in that the the first one they showed he was a divorced single, so like he was. So they've been divorced, but they're not coming in with their. They might have like someone they like. They might have the person they divorced come in later. Oh, okay. But, they're not coming in at the moment, right? Got they got to replace the last in. person. So like this. Next guy's yeah. replacing Brooks. Got um, it. Okay. So, and then as really the people who are currently there, as they, like, lose a person, I'm sure they're just going to go buck wild. So. What do you mean? As they lose their ex-spouse? Yeah, yeah. So, like, Casey, I'm sure she's just going to be like, well, I can run around naked now if I want to. So. Yeah. Well, they showed some clips of, like, people hooking up and stuff. And, like, David looked like he was with a different girl. It was not Casey. Yep. And... Very much like Temptation Island, I feel like it's, I feel like but the, the show the, thing the is most like, I feel like it's connected to is that one. Yeah, I see that. But at the same time, those are, they're not like dating each other. They're not in each other's like space the entire time. Like Temptation Island, they're, they've got the two houses. Well, yeah. I mean, I just, just in the sense of like 
them dating other people like how like the format in a way and then even just like well, yeah setting and all of that too yeah the um, setting is true but i also think like bachelor in paradise because people are coming in and some of them have like history with, with each other obviously not the same not like where they married and divorced but they have relationships with other people and then they're kind of like breaking up and then like trying another person so it's like a mashup of those together because yeah. they're all in one space there's no like separation at all yeah at least so far which i would assume there's not i assume they're all staying in this one house but my yeah. thing is like okay so now brooks is gone in case you just get a room to herself or this new person comes in and has to share a room with yeah, casey I guess, <laughs> They're gonna have to. We shall that's see. That's definitely gonna up we the hookup sessions, see. right? Was um, the, and there was there a boom boom room? <laughs> I didn't see one. I thought uh, that somebody said something about it in the beginning, but it, yeah, I don't think. I mean, I guess you could do whatever you want in a twin bed, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Overall, I mean, I like the show. I'm interested to keep watching it at least and see where it goes. I still don't fully understand the end game. Other than them. What's the prize? That's what I didn't yeah. get. Love. Yeah. You are able to move on from this relationship with Dr. Jada. <laughs> because of Dr. Jada. Yeah. Um, is she going to be that? Is she, like, from your research, is she going to be the therapist? For, like, yeah, so it the seems show? like she's, like, the relationship expert. So, like, the... Interesting. Yeah. So, we'll see. Well, who are you, on. like, who are you most excited about? Or, like, who was, like, your standout so far? Let me go back to couples here. Well, not couples, but, like, people, because... Well, I gotta look at the... I gotta look at all the names. Again. Oh, okay. I would say... I'll, I can do mine. Go ahead. Wait, okay. Jillian. She is, like... She's the most interesting to me in, like, the comedic relief. And, like, I'm just interested to watch her. But I'm also worried that she won't make it very far, because she's still very interested in David. So... We shall see on that, but she's my like most interested to watch, ladies wise. Mm-hmm. What about guys? Mm. Mims is funny to me. He also is like coming in and has his little silly remarks, but otherwise, I think right now Thackeray. I just want to watch him kind of implode and <laughs> see <laughs> see how that goes. But the new people look really interesting, which I thought was yeah. was kind of odd how they showed the like this season on, and it was mostly the new people. Yeah, yeah, I think that'll be interesting because it it seems like that some of them will be connected in some ways too. So mm-hmm. that'll mm-hmm. definitely be interesting. I think current cast, ladies wise, I would say Dee Dee, just because I feel like there's a lot to unpack for her. So it'll be interesting seeing like if she grows at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to see her heal. I'm over here like, ooh, let's, <laughs> who's the funny ones? Well, it, yes, that, but I guess also you wanting to drama. see like if she's even willing to do that or if she'll just kind of cover it up with like, I just want to go hook up with some people and stuff, which I mean, yeah. maybe a way of healing too, but I'm interested to see like what kind of happens there. I mean, that's probably part of healing. Yeah. Especially Having as a Thackeray fun. sticks around and, you know, he needs to be a total a-hole. <laughs> and then guy-wise, honestly, it would have been say Brooks. Maybe like Mims. Yeah, Brooks was probably my top one. But. Yeah. There he went. 
maybe Mims. I would say it's, it seems kind of interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Blair, I feel like he would make it far just because like the women are just attracted to him. So yeah, um, someone's got to pick him. Yeah, so I feel like he just kind of gets surprisingly to nobody slide did by. this time. So that was interesting. He what? Nobody, nobody picked him this time. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I feel like it. It may be one of those things where it's like he maybe he doesn't get picked for a date, but also like just skates nobody's going to pick him for it. Yeah, he's going to just slide. Yeah, by. yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, I think we'll keep watching it and hope it continues to stay interesting. For us and everybody else. Yeah, I mean, let's hope so. Either way, we're here to the end. So (laughs) let's hope it's not a dud. We we have to double up on (laughs) episodes. We're like, this is episode six and seven. You know, we'll do that. But we're here at least to see it through. Yeah, there's only 10 episodes. So it at least isn't like a crazy long season. But anyway. I just need everyone to keep bringing the drama. Yeah. That's what will keep us interested. Yeah. But that's our first episode. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for sticking around and uh, yeah we're excited to keep chugging on this thing we got another episode to record of summer house martha's, martha's vineyard. vineyard so we're going to cover the first episode of that and there's some pretty interesting episode. things about that and stuff too um especially mm-hmm. about the history of that but also i think the cast is pretty interesting but yeah but for now yeah it's bedtime <laughs> it's bedtime <laughs> for the parents <laughs> So yeah, make sure you subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Rate and review helps us to get the podcast out to more people. And uh, you can find out more about our podcast on realityafterbedtime.com. And we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening.